Quick one before we start, there will be some naughty words. Welcome to Update, a weekly podcast on all things digital, such as mobile apps, web design, social media and marketing. With me this week is... Adam, Marketing Apprentice. I'm Sophie, and I'm the Marketing Manager. And me, Sean, Graphic Designer and Illustrator. So, we're going to discuss various ads and marketing campaigns that push the boundaries, either controversially, creatively, or whatever we find interesting. So, um, this has been sparked by a campaign for, what was it, Sophie? Basically, I read an article the other day on Facebook about, I think it was a German brand, it's a clothing brand, and they started a new marketing campaign where the images were of people having actual sex. Actual sex. Yeah. Eckhaus Latter. Yeah. They wanted to play on the idea of how sex sells, but it's always like this glamorized thing and they wanted to just show like real sex, down and dirty. Um, They pixelated the genitalia. Um, but that was kind of just the whole thing of the campaign. I mean, I looked on their Instagram now and they have, when I looked, they had about 60,000 followers. So... It had people talking. So had had you guys heard of Echhaus Latter? No, but we're from the, the UK. Campaign. So it's safe to say that as a result, the campaign has been a success in that we Gets now... people talking. We now know of them. Because mm-hmm. um, I saw this article and it's like, all it was was about the campaign featuring Not Safe for Work images and I was like so so what is it what is it selling exactly yeah I had no what idea when I first saw it I'm, sh- I'm, I'm I think I'm sure it's a fashion brand yeah yes it is. it is oh it's very expensive too so yeah it features real couples well couples having sex don't know how real they are no um, it, the adverts feature Craigslist cast models so what do you guys think the point of this advert was was it simply it's to be, it's for viralness so in in that sense it's been a successful campaign yeah and the thing is as well it gets people looking at the company i saw the clothes they're quite edgy clothes so it suits like the tone of voice of the company the people who who might be offended by this probably wouldn't buy clothes from them anyway so yeah. and also let's get people talking about sex <laughs> It's a thing that happens every I day. I, I don't think people have a problem talking about sex anymore. Is that, uh, is that there was a, a video on YouTube, um, uh, a YouTuber called Sprinkle of Glitter. She's in her early 30s. Yep. She posted a video talking about, it was basically an experience. She was talking about her own experience of the morning after pill. Okay. Now, she's a grown woman. She had consensual sex. And the other person wanted to, she wanted to. And she was practicing safe sex but things went wrong yeah and she's getting a lot of hate from it from other surprisingly other women uh, for her talking talking about sex oh really yeah so it should be talked about because where else are people going to learn about actual real life stuff other than porn or school where it's like when a man and a woman are married and love each other very very much and that's exactly true that's exactly how you can't have sex before your marriage that <laughs> um and you could argue like, each of the photos there there um there's um a gay couple in there there's a lesbian couple in there there's heterosexual couples in there there's interracial couples there so it, it's it's a in a way it's kind of it's completely open it's not 
no titillating to just one particular group. It's not t- t- particularly titillating to men or women. It's pretty generic in that sense. Yeah. Um, but they've, it, done, it, they've done they've done well in a ad can ad campaign sense of like the women isn't the 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 woman in the adverts or whatever isn't, isn't being subjugated or yeah usually when it's like commodified a, when it's a sex a sexy advert or marketing campaign the women are usually like objectified yeah or they are purely there to please the man or or whatever and this time it's like a, it's an equal thing they're both just getting down and and raunchy yeah, so, so yeah, but but at the end of the day, all it is is it's a very cheap marketing ploy. It's very, it's exceedingly cheap. Yeah, you know, sex sells doesn't mean we have to use it to sell. You know, I don't really plan. It's not, maybe I'm. I don't think advertising works on me per se because I don't necessarily go out and go. Yep, I want to buy something from Eckhouse Latin now because they've had couples fucking on a picture. Um, you're a poet, Sean. I I, I try to be. <laughs> I paint with my words, um, you know. But then, sex, sex, sex is always sold. So, what is it actually offering? I don't think it's offering anything new. It's not pushing a boundary if you're just utilising. But all you're doing is well, that's it. You're pushing a boundary in that you've actually got penetration on the photos. I think anyway. Just all I can see is a pixelated mess where I'm assuming that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And um, I can't say I'm that impressed with the clothes. So uh, <laughs> yeah, the clothes aren't very nice. Um, but what do I know? What do I know? I'm wearing all, nearly all blue all over. So, um, so yeah. For me, so for me, it, it fails as a campaign. But the fact that we're that talking about it means it's successful. I suppose. Yeah, they say that their their aim was that they we were. This is a, a quote that I found in another magazine. Oh, this is from Metcalf's Latter. Uh huh. Um, we were thinking of how we were using sexuality, the relationship between fashion advertising and sexuality, and in very direct terms saying sex sells is what the photographer said in an interview with W Magazine. What's the, yeah, yeah, that's great. Everyone knows that. It's not, it's not offering a new point of view by, by, by clearly stating that it, what it is. I feel like I like the campaign. I think the, the actual photographs in themselves are really well done, really nicely lit, nicely posed. But yeah, it's just if if your whole point is to tell us that sex sells, everyone knows this, this is offering absolutely nothing. But it's new. in a more shocking way. It's like usually like sex sells, so let's show this one the side of this woman's bum, but not too much because bodies are shameful and people should be ashamed of the sex that they have. But actually, it's just like, for, apart from like actually seeing the the naughty body bits, the naughty body bits. Mm. So, so as a result of this particular campaign, we decided to talk about more and other campaigns today. So, what other campaigns? Have you guys seen that pushes a boundary, whether that's more towards controversy or whether mm. it's uh, more creative and actually makes a positive change to a certain yeah. extent? So the, the the campaigns that kind of usually rile me up... In, what grinds your gears? <laughs> ...in the way of, like, controversy, the, the ones that, obviously, I always, like, harp on about sexism and whatnot and feminism. Yeah. Um... But the adverts that do are just ridiculous, or the campaigns that are just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, in the way that they objectify women, 
and that they just don't even think anything wrong about it. I, like, I can't remember that there'll be like big um, soda companies, fizzy drink companies with like a can and right next to them just a pair of women's boobies. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with like the product yeah, yeah. or the campaign. It's literally just because like, look at the boobs, now look at the drink, now buy the drink. That's literally That's the, the sort of steps that they want the the customer to take oh, exactly yeah yeah and they're not clever no no i said they don't have to be clever do they it's like um i was reading one of the articles i read was about um um carl's jr which is a burger chain in america and um yeah the, their, their attitude is 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 boob sell burgers and if there's no complaints the latest ad the uh, head of marketing will ask what's wrong with our ads because if there's complaints there's a spike in sales. Really? So it's like, right, just just annoy people with yeah. the ads. That's kind of like... You know, so... Uh, morals, money over morals. So, for example, they had a Super Bowl advert in 2015. And that, despite the backlash of um, various people complaining and whatever, um, it had received over 2.5 billion media impressions. And now it has more than four. So, but one of the guys who runs the company was defensive, bullishly so, of the um, the strategy, saying, "I like our ads. I like beautiful women eating burgers in bikinis. I think it's very American." Mm. I was <laughs> just like, "For fuck's sake!" Before we came in, um, Re was talking to us about the headless women of Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did she say it was a, a story that guys we fucked podcast talked about? Uh, yeah. In advertising, women's bodies are used to sell products, but often the face isn't important. So if you look at like marketing campaigns, there'll be a woman's silhouette used, but it just gets cut off at the head. Yep. And it just shows, it just shows, obviously, the face is where the talking happens and where the communication happens. And it's just kind of showing how that isn't important women can see be just being seen as purely this like object to lust over and not yeah. be seen as actual people i also i mean this is more to do with sexism now than advertising but it's on topic with what we're talking about yeah, now. yeah 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 um, we talked about it the other day in the office um amy from big bang theory yeah i think what's her name in mayim ballet i'm yeah, not sure how to pronounce it yeah so she was she she's super intelligent and I really like her oh, she's, 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 she is actually a, a biologist in real life yeah or a physicist in real life she's she's very articulate she's very good at explaining things and getting her point across and she was talking about how words are important and how people should stop calling women girls especially in a professional setting because words are important and calling women girls uh, coincide with seeing them as like young, cute, little things that need help and can't think for themselves and need looking after rather yep. than putting them on like an equal footing to men. So men and women, not men and girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of advertising doesn't look at that and doesn't sort of see that point. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, so, so to bring, trying to bring that back on topic a little bit is so what what ads have you seen that kind of exemplify the point that you're making about the um, headless women or 
so a lot of it's to do with like films and stuff so there's like yeah. f- film posters so there's Tom Hanks uh, Gina Gina Davis Gina Davis Gina. League oh, of Their Own Gina duh Gina Davis and Madonna in A League of Their Own yeah so that that um, movie poster is a woman just from below the breast downwards so it's just she's wearing a short white dress it's a, it's with a her legs baseball out. outfit yeah but not particularly practical yeah it's not really a baseball outfit is it um Hap and Hap and Leonard not a film that I've heard of um that, that it's a TV series oh is it okay um features two men in the background with guns and then the woman in the foreground all you can see is from say like the b- belly button down with her her leg and her cr- crotch kind of in view um and then there's another one Kingsman the Secret Service I watched that where it's just the the main movie poster is you see a woman's ass at the top her legs are spread and then she's wearing clothes but then in between her legs is Samuel L. Jackson oh is that um, for Kingsman yeah and then there's another one with them um, it's, it's, it's car- character character posters isn't it yeah so you've got Samuel Jackson's character um, all in between these women's legs so it's like it's the same character's legs yeah 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 it's the the bad woman with the, it's um, the bad woman spiky with the prosthetic legs. Like the blades yeah. for legs but she's not there to show how bad she is she's there to show like look at her bum look at her bum and look at the people in between her legs because women are sexy and men want to be in between their legs amen <laughs> um, yeah then, and this is something through history as well isn't it so we don't have to go that far back to look at some of the like the ads from the 50s and the 70s and 90s it's like um, there's a the one I always remember was um uh, an advert for shoes and then um, it says keep and next to the shoe is a woman lying down staring at the shoe and the tagline is keep her where she belongs mm. you know it's just you know it's just a shocking it's shocking if, today if it, but in the past it probably no, that's it that's it and it's like there's a, there's a site called the ship shop awards which is kind of like no holds barred um design um particularly for advertising um but it's never um, commercially viable. It's never put to print. It's simply there to be bad taste. Um, and some of the the actual advertising campaigns I'm seeing, it feels like it's one of them. So yeah, it just seems like using a female form to sell your product is just it's far too easy. Mm. It's like for me, it's like go for something a bit more punch above a bit yeah. the weight a bit. Just don't, try don't a bit have, harder. Get don't creative. be sexist to try and get your Point across. Don't be controversial simply to be controversial. It's not even controversial anymore, is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's Which is probably more scary than and, anything else. And people probably think it doesn't matter. It's only a photo. But going back to what Mayim was saying. Um, First name terms. Yeah. Me and Mayim. <laughs> May. She likes to be called. Oh, okay. Um, words are important. And so are like the visuals and the stuff that we see around us every yep. single day and again this is positioning women not as people with minds and thoughts and feelings but as just something to be looked at as some sort of like sexual object yeah an, an object to in these instances to sell products or services yeah then not not equal to men and I, and I know there are some cases where men are objectified as well and that is also wrong yeah but it's it's not 
it's compare it's comparable but it's nowhere near as prolific no exactly but i know um, there are some people who are like well feminists what they're all about women but not not about men uh, no, that's not the case at all feminists are all about equality so it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman amen brother right so that's that sorted but um so just moving away from from um, using sex to sell, mm. is there any other campa- any campaigns people have seen that have actually been exceedingly creative in their approach? Um, it's like the one I always like. That, well, I didn't even realise it was a marketing campaign until after it was the um, Dumb Ways to Die. Yeah. Game yeah. on oh, yeah. Uh, apps and was that um, for like train train basically safety. started off as train safety. Yeah. But I, I didn't know that. I just heard the game was good. Downloaded the game. There's loads of mini games. And what it was about was to be careful when you're crossing train lines and train safety. You know, so. But, but that's a whole campaign. Huge. There's even Cuddly Toys with all the characters now. The campaign yeah. has gone viral and just become a thing of its own, in its own right. Um, I really like. You know, because not typically those kind of campaigns have always been based around the grim reality of it you know so you always see like um, an advert and then it'll end up being you'd see what would happen if you don't pay attention whereas this is an interactive and informal way to promote safety in a way that you don't even know that you're being promoted you're being sold to essentially it's subtle it's soft approach but it sticks and for me those are the ones that work yeah because it involves a change rather than just relying on uh, an objectified woman's body to tell me about a train track. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, not, that, not that I've seen anyone do that, but, you know, um, so yeah, I thought that was really clever, um, a clever way to promote quite a serious issue. And yeah, that goes for United Colors of Benetton as well. Have you seen their campaigns over the years? Mm. Um, I, th- I think what they, they decided to do was instead of just... They very rarely have. They're a clothing company, but on their advertising campaigns, they quite rarely have clo- have clothes. Um, they usually raise issues, so they use the advertising space as a way of um, raising important issues. So in the nineties, they did ran a campaign to make people aware of the AIDS crisis and HIV crisis in America and um, I imagine Britain as well. Um, but yeah, something like quite shocking. Um, imagery and photography to to promote and make people aware that this is a serious issue that needs looking at and a lot of the campaigns uh, revolve around equality but again it's straight away it makes for me makes them ethical an ethical company straight away it makes them socially aware and socially relevant and putting those the principles before profit you know, an advert you usually see the product they're actually pitching whereas this you, you it's, it's if it is there it's in the background it's not the main focus of it and they really seem to be really effective campaigns but some of them are quite harrowing like there's I think there's one for the uh, AIDS epidemic and it was a family gathering around a dying a dying son I think and it's quite shocking it, it doesn't look real but it's a powerful image um, questions could be raised about whether that's a good way of promoting your product but it's not promoting the product really it's promoting yeah. the issue <coughs> so it's called shock shockvertising shock you know so 
so yeah I, yeah <laughs> I really like um, guerrilla advertising guerrilla marketing campaigns uh, what, what are they basically Wikipedia says that it is an advertisement strategy so it, it is an advertisement strategy concept designed for businesses to promote their products or services in an unconventional way okay yeah so one of them that I can see here I can see an image of on the side of a bus it's the, it's the night time on the side of the bus there's a an, an image of a, a torch okay and then that's right by the lights on the bus so obviously it looks as though the torch is is making the light yep. but it's just the lights on the bus and that's um an advert for Duracell and it says Duracell across the across oh, the torch oh see okay cool um there's ones where on benches the back of the benches looks like a Kit Kat wrapper oh I see okay um there's ones where oh even like a it's not really a gorilla campaign but just smart ones like Lego bags there's some where you can put your hands in the thing and then it looks like you're they've got some a bit of cardboard coming up and it looks like the extension from you from from the bag oh, is the okay, Lego yeah, Man yeah. hand. Cool, it's yeah, not really yeah. a marketing campaign, but it's kind of gorilla esque. It's um, it's positive brand experience, isn't it? Yeah, they're really cool. There's, I, I saw one before, and it was promoting Spider Man, and it was literally just in some p- places a, a, around a, probably America. There were some uh, probably fake urinals fitted like further up on the wall, like closer <laughs> to the ceiling, and it That's was really cool. Yeah, and it was promoting the Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah. Cool. So, um, Alan's mentioned um, Arcade Fire, a band called Arcade Fire, when they released their Reflector album. They did um, a campaign which involved spraying various bits of graffiti around the place. It looked quite Banksy-esque. Yeah, it does. Um, so, yeah, they just spray-painted the logo of the album around various places. Um, and it's kind of like that old-school approach, isn't it? It's kind of word of mouth rather than it's up, back up, just up, to being being creative and trying to stand out. There was another one that I saw um, where it was on in a shopping mall on the mm. floor. There was bird's eye view of a Labrador scratching its ear, and it was a advert for Frontline. So obviously, when you look down yep. from the view, you could see people walking all over this dog. It, it kind of looked like fleas on the dog. Oh, I see. Cool. So the people clever, yeah. walking on the floor, walking on the dog, they were like, they were the fleas. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it was a marketing uh, strategy for the people on like the second or third floor. Oh, that's really cool. That's sim- a dead simple as well. Yeah. And nobody is being objectified or funny, offended. The dog is a kind of it. The dog's wearing a bikini when this is going on. So, <laughs> so um, Adam shared a couple of um, campaigns earlier with us um, and it was uh, where are they where are they quite, quite really clever ideas um, so Nivea did one where when you're at the beach your kids are running around and you might lose track of them so as part of a, the campaign there's a little um, tag that you can put on your kids and then sync the tag with an app on your phone so if they get out of a certain uh, range you were sent a push notification saying your, your kid's too far now, so then you've got to go up and get off your arse to um, find your kid, which is a very simple marketing campaign. Very simple. 
Uh, very expensive, I imagine, to put all these because um, they. So who was it? Nivea. Nivea. Yeah. Why was it Nivea? Why, what was that? To so do? It beach. was in Brazil. So. Uh, okay. So, in the, in so like beach. sun cream stuff. See, in my head, it was like face cream. No sun creams particularly. Yeah. Yeah. Dead simple. Um, They're just put in magazines and you just rip them out. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's one called um, Cafe Amazon, where it's a, a drive awake app. Have you watched the video? Yeah, and I was watching this video, and I was just like, I was watching. It's like this feels like a chip shop award. It feels like a chip shop award. But those all, are the uh, ones that are kind true. of memorable. No, it's, quite, aren't they? it's quite serious. It's it's um, basically. I think there must have been a particular issue where people have fallen asleep at the wheel and, and crashing cars. So what they've done is they've come up with this idea where you put your app. Sync it, up, sync it up so it can tell where your eyes are and whenever you start drowsing it'll just squawk at you really loudly like an alarm right and it's when it happens like, Ooh, when I saw it I was like Ugh, what's that it's it's really weird it just again just feels like a chip shop but it's, a, <laughs> it's a genuine um, application and it's just saying have a, go, go grab it and then once you're awake it'll say your nearest coffee shop for Cafe Amazon yeah is here and then go get coffee and wake yourself up mm. it's, it's interesting just having these conversations and like these sort of ones are memorable. Yeah. And it's like the Frontline one or like the Kit Kat Bench or mm. the Amazon one that you just mentioned. Yeah. We can all sort of remember the brand and kind of remember what they were doing. But when they are just generic, sexy adverts, you kind of be like, mm, maybe it was... Well, see, I, for me, it kind of, I kind of switch off. Mm. They all just look the same. This is it. It's like, I don't want to be sold to. So if I feel like I'm being sold to... I switch off yeah it has to be turned into something like enjoyable whether it's like interesting well, you're learning well, something that, that, or you're being entertained for me curiosity sells I'm a much more curious person so if I see something like, like the reflector stuff we were talking about I was like what is that what is that yeah it's gonna bug me now mm. then I've got to chase it down and find out what it was um but and then there's a really really nice one um, called Coca-Cola Small World Machines and the, the idea was it was going to try to bring people from India and Pakistan together um, and what it was is they set up these big booths and they had vid screens they had, so they had one in India and one in Pakistan um, and basically the people in, in either country could interact with each other on a personal level so they could dance with each other say hi to each other just by touching a screen Yeah. and I'd like this cam- and, and it's really quite powerful simple campaign except for the cat the fact that Coca-Cola have done it and Coca-Cola bottling plants in India deprive people of clean water saying it's not right so it, it's this kind of weird hypo- hypocrite going on here <laughs> for me um, So, that, but it's a, it's a really nice campaign and a positive message from Coke at least it wasn't saying but th- again it's this really niggling idea Coca-Cola has brought this people, these people together and encouraging people like it's really <laughs> horrible um so, does it make you want to buy a Coke? No, it doesn't. But it's a nice campaign. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, some just really nice, clever campaigns. Um, yeah. This, again, the, 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 the curiosity and, and I suppose, m- making some kind of change within the advert itself, not for the product, for the person, is a much more powerful response a much more powerful tool yeah you know so simply by putting couples fucking on a photo you're not really engaging me in any way no. maybe, maybe I'm 
think, an, an exception to a rule the, but it, you've got to look at what their goal is their goal probably isn't for you to buy their clothes no, but, but is, the, is the goal of, the goal of the campaign was simply to raise awareness of yeah, themselves which, which is absolutely fine which is which is what they've done so even though it's not particularly my taste your taste yeah it's, it's still a, a clever controversial campaign I wouldn't say it was clever, but it was definitely a. It's clever because it's it's it is it is different. I, there aren't many brands that go that far in what they're doing. Yeah, it's true. And and it's clever in the fact that it's going it's going to promote their brand. Yeah, we all now know about it. that brand. And We're we not talking before. about the brand. So yeah, yeah, I suppose so. It's just I suspect I'd rather a campaign that was cl- like I hadn't heard about the Coke campaign until today. You know, I didn't hear any press coverage of that. And despite that, I, I can't stand Coca-Cola as a company, but you know, it's a really nice campaign. Mm. Um, you know, and so there's some of these campaigns you don't really hear about. Well, maybe it's only simply because it was only targeting obviously like in India and Pakistan. But anyway, I feel like you don't hear about it because it's part of the campaign. They don't want to put too. They want it to seem like a nice. We do this because we want to do something nice for you. Or but it's all so it's, it's, um, it's kind of undercover, undercover PR. Yeah. Like they want other people to talk yeah, about yeah. it, and them not to shout out too much about it because they don't want it to look like they're doing it for marketing. Mm. When yeah. of course they are. So another another aspect to marketing is deliberately offensive and deliberately controversial. Like those uh, burger company that you said, if they don't get complaints. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it's just like there was. Um, what was it I read about a GoDaddy advert which is meant to be put on before Super Bowl and it's about um, a dog that had been lost and it's found and then it's then put on someone's website and sold and that received quite a lot of complaints um, before it was even released before it was even shown on the Super Bowl so they pulled it and I already had one ready so straight away you made two adverts. One was to deliberately, yeah, yes, yeah, so rile people up. It's quite easy to. It's, it's essentially for, trolling. Yeah, it's quite easy for people to get offend, offended, though. The um the money supermarket advert, you know, with yeah, the which one? the guys in the there's the builders dancing uh, against oh, the yeah, guy yeah, yeah. in the booty shorts. That has let me quickly Google it. That has received tons of complaints. Is it headless women again? It's just because people are offended about... I don't know what they're particularly offended by. It's just... They say it's distasteful. So... I prefer the new money supermarket advert. So... The, is, it, the complaint is distasteful because... What? Um, um, men are wearing high heels and... And... Uh, it says short here shorts. on BBC... Three money, three money supermarket price com- comparison website adverts... Attracted... Approximately... 2.5k complaints between them and it is literally just men in uh, short shorts dancing uh, and and the thing is we were talking about people being objectified but they're not being objectified it isn't for them to look sexy it's for them no. to just dance look silly and like just it's just it's weird to look at because you don't usually see men with business suits mass in, yeah business suits and then with like these tiny little shorts and big big bootylicious <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bums in high heels, and it's just. 
I don't find bodies offensive. So the fact he has his legs... I find my own quite offensive sometimes. (laughs) The fact he has his legs out in heels... Maybe they just don't like people cross-dressing. It makes them them ask some deep questions. And like this... it, It... I kind of feel like I'm being a hypocrite because I'm like when I was saying oh women's bodies but like I say this wasn't done it's not, it's not a woman's body well, it, it wasn't it, done it to it is a woman's body but it's not a woman's it was, body it wasn't done to objectify the men no no not at all not at all uh, but people yeah people complain anyway yeah sorry I, just, I, just, I don't know why speaking of these men's legs remind me of another mo- mo- campaign um, is it the Mark Spencer's adverts is it Mark's? which ones John Lewis adverts the, the, you know the Christmas ones oh yeah um, that first one where it's about the little kid getting excited for Christmas and it plays to, you, to well it played to my cynicism it's like oh fucking hell it's going to be this kid and it's which just one get, which advert is it though I'm, t- I'm telling you which one it is now oh, um, so it, basically <laughs> on Christmas morning he get, he's excited to give the gift rather than to receive the gift but yeah so that's a very clever campaign because it's playing with people's natural cynicism yeah they do that very well t- and that was the first one so now that this is it it's like the race to be second now so every year everyone's got this softly softly Christmas advert with some uh, female vocalist doing a cover version yes. of, a, of a song and and that it's, it's, it's become expected now the Coca-Cola truck campaign you know that's that's been it's huge not Christmas for years. until the Coca-Cola truck That's comes it, out. you know. It, people associate that with <laughs> the, the arrival of Christmas now, and it's just an ad campaign. Yeah. You know, if the people don't see it, it it, it, it is like an, it, something's missing from Christmas to some. Part of I our think. culture, really, aren't they? That's what That's that shows. It. it is part of our adverts are important because they are part of our culture the well, stuff that like shows the seasons or what we're looking forward to and, 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 when, like, and this is things on TV events and that's why they're important and that's why they should be creative and stand up for important things and it's disappointing stand that com- yeah sta- <laughs> and it's it's disappointing that companies don't t- take more action and it's kind of like risky isn't it like we've said in the past people don't want to be the first to no. do something no they're quite happy being the second to do something. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's what that, that John Lewis campaign proved. Mm. And we, so we just need more companies to just stick up for the little people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the most successful market campaign is making Santa red. Yeah, by Coke. By yeah, Coca-Cola. Sh- so. He used to be green, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, PayPal did a um, advert around Christmas time and um, the seven-year-old son saw that his mum and dad didn't go Christmas shopping at all oh yeah I remember that yeah um, so he thought that there was no Christmas presents cool cool that's a nice little nice, nice little campaign it's a bit more creative than that's, I think the Christmas ones tend to be a little bit more creative because they can't necessarily use sex to sell things no um, I'm sure there are some it'll be interesting out to see them do so with women in sexy little Santa outfits yeah it's weird isn't it like Every out Halloween outfit or costume, it's like sexy nurse, sexy sexy pumpkin, <laughs> <laughs> sexy Santa. Like, why why do these outfits have to be? Yeah, sexy? when I was researching for this podcast, um, it came up with some like um, not co- just controversial ad- uh, adverts, controversial products, and one of them was a, a sexy Olaf the snowman suit from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just it's just funny, isn't it? Really, it's like this is it. They sold out. <laughs> They'd sold out of these sexy Olaf Snowman costumes. Like da, na, na. that's it. Da, na, na. 
Cool. So is, is there any final thoughts in a Jerry Springer kind of way on uh, what do you think would make a good just kind of clarify what we want what we'd like what we like to see in our just campaigns. a bit more thought boobies bit, bit, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like things the way they are thank what, you very much what, what bees that give milk ha <laughs> <laughs> ha so more creativity more thought more subtlety more tact yeah I just don't rely on like the easy stuff yeah I think that's what I, yeah. I think you made a good point about um, Christmas being probably the prime time for adverts and campaigns because sex is off the table. Yeah, <laughs> sexy Christmas. That's I mean, so I'm sure some people do have I'm a sure. very sexy Christmas. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> You've been listening to Update. Your hosts this week have been me, Sean Russell, Adam Taglietti, and Sophie Hardbattle. This week's update was produced by Alan Chung, edited by Am Talietti, and is a production of Eden Agency. For more updates, visit our website, update.show, follow us on Twitter at Update Podcast, and at facebook.com forward slash update podcast. Please give us a rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or whatever it is you listen to us on, as it really helps us out. Join us next week where we'll be talking about another topic in the digital world. Thanks for listening. <laughs>